you have to learn how to become not cheap with others. And then you can learn to become not cheap with you. And now for No Cheap Fish. Welcome to Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the word. And even our message numbering is significant. Marcus, he emailed me today. A few months ago, we actually ran out of our sermon numbering series. My series were the 5,000s, see Elijah's the 7,000s. So I had gotten to 5,999, which meant I had preached 1,000 sermons. And our numbering had to change. So we looked at what other numbers we had, and the 2,000 series was available, and then another series for C. Elijah. So I chose the 2,000 series. I think C. Elijah was the 3,000 series. So our sermons started a few months ago. I started with 2001. And Marcus emailed me today. He said, Pastor, do you realize that the sermon that you preached this morning is number 2023? And the sermon that you will preach tonight is number 2024. I said, whoa! And it's like see Elijah preachers sometimes in his sermon when God winks at you. It is a seeming coincidence, but yet you know this is not coincidental. This is God. So this is God telling you the message for tonight. It's number 2024, and it's for 2024. So there's no question God has this ordained, but it's a kind of strange message. But you all are not surprised with a strange message coming from me. It's a strange kind of message, but yet it is what God has spoken for tonight. We're serving fish at the dinner tonight after service. And when the caterers contacted us, or whether we contacted the caterers, told them we wanted them to, you know, prepare food, and we wanted fish. And they asked us, did we want tilapia or whiting? And I heard God speak the title of this message tonight. And it may not be for everybody, because everybody doesn't need to do this, but it is for a few of you. And the title of the message tonight, message number 2024, is No Cheap Fish. No Cheap Fish. Now, there's nothing wrong with tilapia and whiting. It's probably one of the most common. If you go into most fried fish places, they're going to serve you tilapia or whiting. It's common. And it's common because it's cheap. And I asked Mike tonight as I came, I said, look, What's the price difference? Because we ended up getting what you will eat tonight is red snapper and ocean perch. I said, what's the difference in the cost of tilapia versus snapper? He said, well, you can get 10 pounds of tilapia for about $10. 10 pounds of red snapper 
is $100. It's a tenfold difference. Now, sometimes you would think that God would say, well, look, that's just wasting money. Why would you spend 10 times more for some red snapper when them Negroes ain't going to know the difference between tilapia and red snapper? You understand what I'm saying? Why, why would you spend 10 times more money and then they're not paying anything for it? So why would you spend 10 times more money to get red snapper versus tilapia? But I heard God speak clearly. No cheap fish. And then he specified yet a dark fish. So we had to research. What do you mean dark fish? So even though it doesn't look dark, it's classified as dark fish. And they're basically four rather popular dark fish. One is red sockeye salmon, Pacific snapper, red snapper, and ocean perch. Those are classified as, as dark fish, but they're all expensive. So we're having some real expensive fish. And no cheap fish is a theme that some of you need to understand. I was in Tampa. I was at the airport. I was getting ready to board my flight coming back. And I couldn't check in. I didn't understand why the app just wouldn't check me in. And finally, I had to go up to the customer service. I can't check in on the app here. I said, well, you can't check in on that because the flight been canceled. So I'm on this flight, and I said, well, let me see when the next one's going. There wasn't but one flight that day, and it was canceled. Now, I was on one of those cheap airlines. <laughs> and I was on the cheap airlines because they're cheap. And I could fly on these cheap airlines, and I mean, I was going rock bottom. I had bought this special bag that Pastor James had recommended to me. You know how they get you on these fees. They wasn't getting an extra penny out of me. They get you on these fees, and you, can, you got one free carry-on bag. I had my carry-on bag absolutely optimized where it fit right in the slot. Wasn't an inch left on any side, so I had that thing packed maximum. I didn't have to pay baggage. I didn't get my seat selection. I didn't get priority board. I ain't got no beverages. I ain't getting no Wi-Fi. I was rock bottom flying. And George had gone with me on one of my trips, and we went on the cheek allies, and he had one of those cheap bags because he was with me. That's why who you travel with, stuff rub off on you. And he put his bag in the slot, and it fit just perfectly. He said, Daddy, you know, there's a satisfaction in putting that bag in it just fit right to the cheek. I said, it sure is. So I'm sitting here in the airport, one flight, and that flight is canceled. So now I've got to get a flight. Delta had six flights. But the cost for Delta, they did refund my money for the flight. So they gave me my $18.18 back. <laughs> but I'm sitting up in the airport with an $18.18 credit on my account with no flight. So now I've got to get a Delta flight that's $335. But there was no option. At least Delta had the flight. And I hear God speak. Don't get the next flight, get the one after that. So that gave me about a three-hour wait there in the airport. So there I am in the airport. I got three hours before this next flight takeoff that God has told me to take, not understanding why he told me not to get the flight because they're all the same price. Why can't I get the next flight and get back quick? Nope, you don't get that flight, you get the one after that. 
So I had about three hours to sit in the airport. I pulled out my notebook computer. And we're working on these products. I'm working on a product called Miracle Oil. It's an oil that we make, but we hadn't made it for months due to some stuff. And we had to start making it ourselves. And we had to buy equipment, all this stuff. So I'm remaking, reworking the formula. And while I'm sitting there, I'm hearing God speak about this formula. I'm just typing and I'm listening and, and I'm blending my knowledge of chemistry with the knowledge I'm getting from God and I'm working on this formula. And it took me about two hours to get the thing tweaked on the computer. And then I hear God speak and he says, if I breathe on this product, will you promise not to fly those cheap airlines unless necessary? I said, yep. I said, you breathe on this product? I promise I will not fly those cheap airlines unless necessary. And I haven't been on a cheap airline since. And we made the product about two weeks ago. Haven't started selling it retail yet. We're not going to start selling it retail until the first of next month. And I was driving and my wife called me because she had gone out to the office. And Suzanne, he said, come here, I want you to try this. And she put some of the miracle oil on her skin. And my wife called me. Now, you got to understand my good baby. It's hard to squeeze a compliment out of my good baby. My good baby, my good baby is picky. She's really picky about a lot of stuff. And my good baby called me. And she said, I had to just call you about this miracle oil. She said, this stuff is fantastic. She said, I put this stuff on my skin, and all this got my skin just feeling so, and then it smelled like this, and it's going in. She talked for 20 minutes. Hardly ever get anything like that by anybody's product. It's just hard to get that kind of glowing review out of my good baby. My good baby talked for 20 minutes about Miracle Oil, about how phenomenal she said, this ain't like the old miracle. This stuff is just woo. And she just went over and over and over. And, over. and woo, how it got me skin so soft. Woo. She just went on and on and on and on. If I breathe on this product, will you promise not to fly those cheap airlines unless necessary? Now, along with the food tonight, it's expensive food. I've got a bottle of Miracle Oil for everybody in here. It's right there on the table down there when you go get your food. So you'll be able to put it in your purse or your glove compartment. It's a travel-sized Miracle Oil, but I got a bottle for everybody. It's not going to cost you a penny. And God wants to take you. Now, first of all, I was enjoying the cheap airline. You know, it's a lot of horror stories, but I was enjoying it. I mean... It didn't have any movies on that, but that's all right. I could watch movies on my phone if I wanted to watch a movie. Well, as long as I had them downloaded because there wasn't no Wi-Fi. I didn't buy the Wi-Fi. <laughs> so, but I was just as comfortable as I could be. I didn't have to worry about any food because it's only an hour or two flights, so it's not that big of a deal. But God wanted to elevate me. I am sure all of you would have enjoyed the tilapia. You would have enjoyed the whitey. But he said, no cheap fish for the whole congregation. And there are some of you God wants to take just to another level with just of what you enjoy in life. 
Now, this is not for everybody because some of you all are spending every dime you got and you ain't no business spending it. Some of you buying stuff, you got no business buying. It's not for you. But some of you are too tight on your stuff. And God wants you to just relax and enjoy life. Spend something on you for a change. Loosen up and enjoy some stuff. No cheap fish. Mark 14, 3. And being in Bethany at the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at the table, a woman came having an alabaster flask, a very costly oil of spikenard. Then she broke the flask and poured it on her head. But there were some who were indignant among themselves and said, why was this fragrant oil wasted? For it might have been sold for more than 300 denarii and given to the poor. And they criticized her sharply. But Jesus said, let her alone. Why do you trouble her? For she has done a good work for me. For you have the poor with you always. And whenever you wish, you may do them good. But me, you do not have always. She has done what she could. She has come beforehand to anoint my body for burial. Assuredly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will also be told as a memorial to her. Jesus said, don't put no cheap oil on me. Let this woman put this expensive oil on me. Yeah, I know we can sell it. 300 denarii was almost a whole year's salary because the denarii was a day's wage. 300 denarii was a whole year's salary. So she poured oil on the average salary in the U.S. Imagine that. A bottle of oil worth that. Imagine that. And a miracle oil not that expensive. Imagine that. If she poured a whole bottle worth a year's salary and Jesus said, let her pour it. There are some times when God will say, you need to spend something on you. Now, this is not your typical message. Because we're pretty financially frugal. That's why I was flying on those cheap airlines. I said, I'm not going to spend two, $300 on a ticket when I can go for $18.18. But God said, no, no cheap airlines, no cheap fish. I'm taking you to another level. Philippians 4.19. And this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. The same God will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which has been given to us through Christ Jesus. See, when the wise men came, they brought frankincense, which is expensive. Frankincense is in miracle oil. That stuff costs retail about $1,000 a gallon. Frankincense is expensive. They brought myrrh. Myrrh is expensive, and you know gold is expensive. So everything they brought Jesus, there was no cheap gifts. They brought the Lord some expensive stuff, and God said, no, we're not going to start 2024 with some cheap fish. You're going to start with some red snapper at $100 for every 10 pounds, and you're going to start with some ocean perch. Some expensive fish is the way you're going to eat Tonight. And then you're going to get some miracle oil. Now, what you do with it is your business, but I'm going to give it to you. So we have a little sticker on it, and it's called We Promise. And basically, is this. It said, We Promise this is the best product you have ever used in the category. Or we will not only give you all your money back, we will give you all your postage back. 
We will give you the return postage. We will pay all. We will pay the tax back, and we will give you an extra seven dollars. Not just if it's just as good as anything you've used. If it's not the best you've ever used, that's what we would do. And we're going to absolutely do it. We'll send them that money back within 48 hours. That's how good it is. But God is... When God breathes on it, but you got to keep your part of it. So it's a message for those of you tonight. And I am thankful today. Today is my birthday. And so many of you, this is the first time you really forced a church offering on me. And yet... I needed to take it because sometimes we block our blessings and then we block other folks' blessings. Because See, where you sow your seed makes a difference. Sowing your seed in good ground produces a good fruit. Sowing it in bad ground produces a curse. So when you sow your seed in good ground, it's almost like having a baby. You put your seed in good ground, it produces a fruit. You put it in bad ground, you got baby mama drama. It messes up your whole world. So it can make a difference where your seed goes. So God, he had to just deal with me. Boy, I'm trying to take you to another level. I'm taking you to another level with giving, but I got to take you to another level to receiving yourself. I got to take it. I've told you through prophets, you're going to have a private jet. How are you going to have a private jet and you can't get off a frontier? You understand that? Or spirit. Or the blue airline. You can't get off of that. How you going to have a legit and you can't get off of that? So I got to elevate your mind to where I want to take you. No cheap fish. So God is speaking to some of you. And this is not for all of you because some of y'all got these expensive stuff and you have no business with it. And you know who y'all are. But some of y'all just got a pile of stuff just stored up and you won't spend a dime on you. And God is saying, look, I have blessed you. No cheap fish. And some of you just need to loosen up, live good. You need to go some places. You need to travel. You need to enjoy yourself a little bit more and just loosen up. Because you're going to die. You're going to die. There's just no two ways about it. You're going to die. So you don't need to just die with all your stuff piled up. And that's what Proverbs talks about. You end up accumulating all this stuff, and then you leave it to somebody, and they just blow through it. So a good man leaves an inheritance for his grandchildren. What I'm going to leave, my son's son will benefit from. So a good man leaves an inheritance for his grandchildren, for his children's children. But that don't mean you need to leave it all. (laughs) Daddy enjoys himself. I am leaving early in the morning. I take off every January, every July. I'm following what God told me to do. And I even ask God, where do I go? This year, he said, I want you to study. I'm going to Costa Rica. I'm going to be in a university Monday through Friday learning Spanish. I'm going to be in class Monday through Friday studying. So I ain't going to be laying on the beach. Now, the university is on the beach, so after class, I'm going to the beach. But I'm going to be in class the first half of the day. So I'm traveling all over the world. I'm enjoying myself. I'm enjoying life. But I'm working hard. So I work, I burn and sprint three days a week, and then I take off and go. In January and July, I take off. You got a great speaker that's coming in on the first Sunday of the year, and Youth Sunday is the second Sunday of January. I'll preach a remote message only once out of these four weeks that I'll be gone, and one of the brothers of the world will deliver the other message. So I'm not going to die when I do die. 
with all my money just in the bank sitting there accumulating, but I will leave a significant inheritance for my children's children. So God is bringing this message just to loosen some of y'all up and just to get away from cheap fish. 2 Corinthians 90, and God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. You all gave me $339 today. God told me to count it. I counted every penny. And then he said, I want you to spend every penny of this in Costa Rica. And then he said, came to you in dollars. It shall return to them in Costa Rican units in dollars. So I said, well, how much is $339 in Costa Rican colons? That's what they call it. That's their currency. It's $176,468.28. It's about 500 times what you gave me. So for every dollar you gave me, God said, I'm going to give you back 500. And that may not come in money, but it comes in other ways because God has told me, that, why do you fools always think my blessing is in money? Sometimes that thing is in something totally different. It's in protection. It's in help. It's in joy. It's in peace. It's in miracles. It's in the hedges around you. Money is God's lowest level of blessing. So he's got all of these blessings that are due to you. All you got to do is just listen. And I don't want you to become spendthrifts. I don't want you to go blow your money. But neither do I want you to become constipated with your money. It's got to be a balance. And you have to understand the balance. Prophet Dexter and Ringo and I recently took a trip to Florida. And we were there eating uh, dinner with one of my college friends, Reverend Al Woods. And we were sitting there eating dinner. And before we were eating dinner, I was looking at the menu. And I knew I was going to pick up the tab. And I heard God speak the percentage that I was to tip. And he said, 200%. And I'm looking at this menu. I said, we're sitting here on the waterfront, and I'm looking at this menu. I said, Huge, it's too high. I'm sitting there, I said, Lord, I said, by the time these Negroes get through eating, I said, this thing gonna be high. And you're talking about 200%, I'm looking at one, two, three, four, and I'm looking at all these meals here, and you multiply that time four, and then you multiply that time two. I said, Lord, and I heard God speak, and sometimes God only has to speak this to me once, and He never has to repeat it. Just like I told you today when I was writing the book, and he spoke, shouted, who are you to question my word? And as I was sitting there rumbling about that double tip, I heard God simply say this in just a gentle, small voice. Don't you question me. <laughs> Don't you question me. And I stopped questioning. And when the check came, I calculated it out, and I always round it up to where it's an even number so the folk, they'll know I didn't make a mistake because you had to calculate out the cents to come out to zero into an even dollar. So they knew I didn't make a mistake. And normally I would like to leave it and get out, but we just weren't finished and whatever. So anyway, when the waitress came and got it, she walked away and she came back. And she said, oh, I said, no, no, it's correct. Because I knew she said, you done made a mistake here. I said, no, no, it's correct. And she just went to pieces. So you never know what the blessing you have that God has told you to do, how it blesses other people. And see, you have to learn how to become not cheap with others. 
and then you can learn to become not cheap with you. A lot of people, they will spend everything they got on themselves, but they won't give. And that's why the verse says, God is a God of abundance. He gives you all this so you can be generous with others. So God will teach you first to break this stingy all me and all mine, and he'll have you open up to others, and then it becomes easier for you to open up to yourself. My good baby and I, we went to eat today, and we went to a popular restaurant. The restaurant was crowded, so we had to wait about 30 minutes to get a seat. And I told my good babies, we were waiting. I said, thank goodness we got this wait. He said, what do you mean, thank goodness? I said, I get a chance to sit here with my pretty good baby and just look at my good baby. I can just look at my good baby for 30 minutes, and they just giving us 30 minutes so I can look at my good baby. See, it's all how you look at it and how you phrase it. So finally, we got to our table. The waiter came out, asked us our drink order. I said, I just want hot water with lemon. My good baby wanted orange juice. He brought us that right away. And then we said, we ready to order. So I gave him my order. The good baby gave him her order. And he said, all right, we'll be right back with your food. About 30 minutes later, we still didn't have any food. An hour later, we still didn't have any food. And then I heard God speak 200%. I said, so an hour later, here comes the waiter with the food. Now, there was only one set of silverware on the table. Sometimes they have it set for four because we're in a booth. And I said, excuse me, I don't have any silverware. He said, oh, I'll bring you the silverware right away. <laughs> so I'm sitting there waiting on my silverware. Five minutes, no silverware. Eight minutes, no silverware. Ten minutes, I said, sweetheart, let me have that extra spoon there. And let me get the knife from the bread. And let me just go and start eating here because this waiter hadn't shown up. Never brought the silverware. Never brought the silverware. Never came back to ask if we needed anything else. Never came back to see if I wanted some more hot water. Never came back to see if my good baby wanted some more orange juice. Never came back to see about if we wanted anything. And I'm sitting here saying, you saying 200% to this rascal? Lord, you sure about never? When I remember what he, don't you question me. And then my good baby, she got a salad with her meal, and she had asked for balsamic vinaigrette. And then my good baby looked at the dressing, and she said, that's not vinaigrette. That's white, creamy stuff. I said, no, nah, that doesn't look like vinaigrette to me either, sweetheart. So after we'd finished eating, he hadn't come back, and I just pulled my credit card out and left it on the edge of the table. And we, we called him and said, can we please get the check? Because we'd been there ages. And then my good baby had some food left. She said, can you bring me two takeout containers? So we sitting there waiting for another 30 minutes for him to get back with my credit card and the ticket. So while we're sitting there waiting, there was two black ladies sitting to our right in the other booth. And they looked over at us and they say, y'all got the same waiter we got? <laughs> and they said, this is the worst waiter we have ever seen in our lives. 
And they literally called the manager over. So we saw them trying to lay the hell up to my good baby. Said, this my lemonade. He ain't even come in. I don't know what it was about the lemonade because my good baby, and they were talking because my good baby was telling the lady all about her stuff while she was trying to tell my good baby about her stuff. So each one of them was telling the other about the other stuff about what this waiter hadn't done. So they were just fussing about this waiter all day long. And I'm just sitting there thinking, Lord, you done said 200%. And this is the absolute sorriest waiter I have ever seen in my life. And then when he finally got back with the to-go boxes, my good baby said, he didn't bring no bag. I said, don't worry about that bag. <laughs> don't worry about that bag, because if it took 30 minutes to get these boxes, they don't tell you how long it's going to take to get that bag. Don't worry about that bag. I care about it. Don't worry about that bag. <laughs> and then he came, and when he brought the bag, my good baby said, I ordered some balsamic vinaigrette. She said, that's our special formula. That is balsamic vinaigrette. I knew there was no balsamic vinaigrette. Not at all. He said, let me get you a top for that. So my good baby said, I'm waiting on the, we ain't wait on that top in that bag, sweetheart, because he ain't coming back. We'll be here another 30 minutes. We are not waiting. So I get the ticket. Ticket is $78 and something. I said, Lord, 200% of that. When I round this out, that's a $160 tip. I said, I know I'm not questioning you because you said don't question me. So I'm not questioning you. But this is mighty strange that you want me to leave you this kind of tip. And this is absolutely the worst waiter I have ever experienced. And I've been to a lot of restaurants. This is the worst waiter I have ever experienced. I've never seen a customer just reporting the waiter to the manager. This is the worst waiter I have ever seen. And then God explained it to me. I want y'all to listen to this real clear. And then God explained it to me. He said, many of my people are like that he said, I bless them, and I've got blessings in store for them, but they don't have served me. And I understood it. It's just like when God had Hosea marry Gomer, the prostitute, to show Hosea how they were treating God. He said, my people are treating me like this whore. And he said, this is the way many of my people are. I bless them way beyond what they deserve. And still, they won't have served me. And I understood. So as we go into 2024, we need to focus on making sure that we are servants to our fellow man and woman, to God. And God is trying to take some of you to the level of no cheap fish. And he'll provide the provision. All you have to do is have your spirit open to it. And do what God tells you to do. And there'll be no cheap fish. For his table is luxurious. And what God has in store for you is abundant. And marvelous and fabulous. Jesus says, I go to prepare a place for you, for in my Father's house are many mansions. Not shacks, not average houses, mansions. And that's what God wants for so many of his people. We just need to serve him. 
We don't need to be like that waiter. But even when we are, and all of us fall short on serving God, even when we are, God still says, give them a blessing that is beyond what they deserve. And some of you have got blessings you don't even understand because you haven't worked for them. You haven't earned them, and you haven't deserved them. Some of you got blessings by the grace and mercy of God. No cheap fish. I hope you enjoy that snapper and enjoy that perch and enjoy that miracle oil. We have only have about 15 minutes for testimonies, but God told me switch it for whatever reason he wanted you to hear these words. So we've got perhaps enough for five two-minute testimonies. So we want to ask you to just come and line up for those of you who really have a testimony and you want to share it with the congregation. If you would, come up and have a microphone we can put right down front. No cheap fish. And I thank you so much. I've got to learn to accept what God has for me. I really do. I want to thank Minister Stephanie. She gave me a birthday present. It was probably one of the most significant ones that I've ever got. She gave me a digital picture frame. But it wasn't just a picture frame. She had designed and loaded it with the five things God has spoken for my life that I didn't want. And I was dealing with struggling on accepting, just like accepting the birthday gift today. I was on the cheap flights, the cheap airline. God said, boy, come off them cheap airlines. I got something better than that for you. And he's speaking that to you. He's got something better for you. But you want to go. <sighs> he's got something better. And that's in all of life. He's got something better for you. But you got to open your heart and your spirit to accept. God has it for you. We just have to accept it. So on that, I plugged it up, and she had it all programmed, and it just flashes between that and all of those five, and I can see it every day. And it reminds me, don't fall back into the old habits. I got this for you. I got long life planned for you, long life in full vibrancy. And you talking about you really going to hell. I got long life for you. Don't fly them cheap airlines. I've got something better for you. And so it is for you. All of you will eat expensive fish this day. Well, at least it'll be the next day, but it'll be this hour. All of you will eat the God-ordained expensive fish. No cheap fish. Waiting on first testimony. Anybody? Amen. Amen. All right. I'll try to be brief. My dad really wanted me to give my testimony. But I guess it is pretty exciting. So previously, I bought my brother's car off of him maybe like a year or more ago because I wanted to save up my money. So I thought if I bought a car that has a bunch of miles on it, then I could just keep the rest and save that up until I have like 
something that I really want to do with it, but I knew that I wasn't really going to have anything I really wanted to do with it. So I was just planning on spending it on gifts for my friends along the way. But what ended up happening was that that car started breaking down like normal cars do. And I was like, oh snap, daddy, what am I gonna do? I can't get to school if I can't drive and I don't have a car. But I had saved up all of my money that entire time. So yesterday I bought my first new car. <laughs> And so everybody kept saying like, this car is perfect for you, it had low miles. It was a long time coming and I feel very, like I feel like that car is very reliable. But basically, I don't think I would have gotten up if my uncle Daniel hadn't given his sermon first about no cheap fish. Because that was very relevant for me. I bought that car yesterday. <laughs> and, I did not see a car that I wanted. It had been on the market for 100 days. I still hadn't seen it though until yesterday when I saw it and I said, I'm getting this car today because my car does not work. But then on top of that, um, God typically guides me with my friendships. And so at the beginning of the year, he told me people to be friends with. And one of the people he said, like, this isn't going to be a good friend for you. And this was like a guy. So that can go really south if you're not careful. And it went south, but it didn't go really south. So it was good. But then in the middle of the year, he told me he was bringing a new friend. And that friend was going to be an extremely good friend to me. And that was also a guy. And I was like, I don't know, these fish, there's many fish in the sea, but these fish aren't looking like fish that I want to partake. <laughs> and I was going to give up because I was just dealing with cheap fish. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I was like, God, you... So my dad, the whole time, he was like, no, you can't give up. And so I didn't. And the friend that he prophesied in all of the descriptions that he gave for him matched up from the fact that he wanted, like his ambition in life was the same in the dream as it was in real life, the, the type of person he was, how I was going to like interact with him. And it's the end of the year. And I just want to say, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's something financial or something for your future, God does speak wisdom into your life so that you don't have to take the cheap fish. And I just hope that you recognize how valuable you are to him and how valuable your future is to him and all of the love, joy, peace, etc. that there is for you to take those opportunities. And that is my testimony. So thank you for listening. Amen. We got time for one or two more? journey of this year, I have been having a hard time with my husband's death, but I came to God Heals one night because my heart was broken. I know I came twice for the same thing. My heart was broken. I wasn't ill. I wasn't sick, but my heart was broken, and I said, I need prayer. So the second time I came, Prophet Dexter spoke with me. Now, I've never heard if his prophets were good, bad, ugly, 
I mean, I've been here a few years, and I know he sits on the podium, but no one had ever said that. So when he was there and I came up, he started telling me things that God had to tell him. But one of the things he told me was, you're dealing with family, and family can be a pickle. He told me one thing. He said, do not say one word to them. <laughs> and I had two months to marinate on that. He said, do not say a word to them. Because I had some words for this one person. I had some words. I had a lot of words. I was practicing these words. I got some words for this person. He told me, do not say not one word. Yesterday, I encountered the person. And before they came to my house, I'm like, Lord, I got your word. I got this. They came to my house. We had a civil conversation. I told them, go in peace. And they left the house. And I thank God for the message from Prophet Dexter. And he said, not one word did you say to this person. And the crazy thing was, when they left, they had taken my husband's most favorite thing. It was his motorcycle. I felt like my husband's spirit left the house with mm -hmm. the motorcycle. The house was so quiet. It was so peaceful. And I'm like, is this what I really feel? But maybe it was her peace. It was go in peace. And I didn't say not one word. And I got the message, and I appreciate it because it could have been a whole different thing on yesterday. <laughs> amen, amen. So that lets you know God heals is not just for the body, but it's also for the heart and mind and spirit. Got time for one more, one more quick one, one more two-minute one. Anybody else have a testimony? Glory to God. I just want to thank God just for allowing me to just worship here at Ark of Salvation because I believe that God has allowed me to grow in my worship with him here. So I thank God for allowing me to be here and be a minister to you all. Me and... Tadric are engaged, so we are getting married soon. And then we also, I thank God for that. Some of y'all knew, some of y'all didn't know. And then we actually closed on our house Friday. It was actually this Friday. So I thank God for that because he made a way for us to have a place to live. So I just thank God just for just never letting us go. And when we believe in him, he will always make a way for us. And he will make a way for you as well. So I just encourage you to believe that and receive it. And he can do it for you too. Amen. Well, it's time now. For, it's 1154. We want to be on our knees praying when the new year comes in. Uh, the testimonies are interesting. It's interesting. Your fiance's name, it's Tedrick? Tedrick. T-A-D-R-I-C. Tedrick. 
Tadrick, I want to talk to you after service. God spoke a word as Catherine was speaking. And I want to tell you, it's good news, not bad. No, 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 no trouble. So I want to let you know that. And sometimes, you know, you just never know what God has for you. And I'll tell you what it is. You'll just bought a house as you're preparing. And it's just what I heard God speak. And you have to learn to be obedient to the word. I don't even know you, but I know who you marry. Now, I don't know her, but I know her faithfulness. So I just heard God speak. I want you to sow $5,000 into their lives, but not till you get back from Costa Rica. So February, I'm going to give you $5,000. And that's not from the church. And people, you need to pray to be in position to be a blessing. Don't just pray, Lord, bless me. Pray, make me a blessing. Put me in position where I can change lives, where I can bless people. And you become a force for God. And you got to be sensitive. I don't know you, Tadric, at all. But if God says it, just like I didn't know that waiter. But if God says it, there's a reason. And sometimes there's reasons that I don't even understand. But I do my best to be obedient. So you got you a good woman, and you got your $5,000 coming in February. So that. <laughs> Amen. Well, it is three minutes until the new year rolls in. So for those of you who can get on your knees, if you can't get on your knees, just sit in your chair and bow your heads. Don't worry about trying to get on your knees. You've got to creep. Don't worry about getting down if you got to worry about getting up. Because <laughs> your position of prayer does not matter. It is your heart position of prayer that makes a difference. So everybody, if you would, amen, amen. See, Elijah, if you would lead us into the new year with prayer and handle everything from here. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, so much for your goodness to us in 2023. Thank you for protecting us and covering us and keeping us, blessing us. Thank you for your wonderful provisions. Thank you for your companionship. Thank you for your mercy your grace your loving kindness every morning thank you for healing us and strengthening us forgiving us thank you for allowing us to see more of yourself Father, we just love you so much, and as we enter into this new year, we put you first. You're the center of our hearts. We let the past go. We ask you to forgive us of all of our sins in Jesus' name. 
We ask you to cleanse us of all unrighteousness through the blood of Jesus. We ask you to fill us afresh with the Holy Spirit. Thank you for being faithful and just to do it. In Jesus' name, amen. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was the message titled, No Cheap Fish, by Nathaniel Bronner. This message is number 2024. That's 2024. To listen to thousands of free messages, or to send this message number 2024 to a friend, Go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to brothersoftheword.com often because brother, you need the word. Brothers of the word.